Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's up, church? So glad to be with you today. And this week we are learning in the book of Acts, week three. So today's scripture is right in the middle of Paul's travels. And I just love how the book of Acts is just like little short stories of different people and their um, you know, experiences and things that they did for God and um, all the things they accomplished. And today's short story comes out of Acts 18, 24 through 26, and it is all about a man named Apollos. So let's read it together. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, an eloquent speaker who knew the scriptures well, had arrived in Ephesus from Alexandria in Egypt. He had been taught the way of the Lord, and he taught others about Jesus with an enthusiastic spirit and with accuracy. However, he knew only about John's baptism. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him preaching boldly in the synagogue, they took him aside and explained the way of God even more accurately. So here, Apollos is a Jewish man, and he's been living in Egypt, but um, he comes to Ephesus, and we're not told why exactly, but when he gets there, he starts preaching in the synagogue. And even though he has limited knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, he is just teaching with enthusiasm, he's teaching with zeal and joy, and this word enthusiasm in the Greek means burning in spirit. So he's teaching with a burning in his spirit, and he's also speaking truth. And so I don't know about you, but if someone asked me, you know, explain how to put a car engine together, I would not be speaking with accuracy or with enthusiasm, but we see that God has truly gifted Apollos um, with the ability to preach and instruct. So he's got the raw talent and he's got the energy, but he lacks all the necessary knowledge. So here, Priscilla and Aquila, who have been tent makers with Paul, and they've been traveling around with him, they know the intricacies of the gospel, and they know the full revelation of Jesus as the one and only Messiah. So it says that they take him aside and explain the way of God more accurately to him. And I just think this story is a great example of discipleship and how to disciple someone. You know, making disciples is just another word for, you know, making followers or making students. And, um, you know, we are called as Christians to make disciples for Jesus. We are a disciple of Jesus. We're a student of his teaching. And so we're called to then go and make more disciples, more students for Jesus. And in Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, which is known as the Great Commission, um, Jesus tells his disciples to therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And it was so important for Jesus that we grow our faith and that we help those around us to grow in theirs as well. And I love the names Priscilla and Aquila. It almost sounds like superhero characters or something. Like I think of them as being like, you know, maybe the dynamic discipleship duo. You know, they're just going in together. They're uh, learning about Jesus. They're explaining it to other people. And we can just learn so much from them. So what did Priscilla and Aquila do first? First, they were just there at church. They just showed up. 
And, you know, you can't lead anybody if you aren't in community with them. So you can only lead by showing up on a Sunday and making it a priority for you and your family. And, um, you know, it's so valuable to be in church on Sunday. You know, there's so many opportunities to serve one another. There's opportunities to build relationships with other believers. And Priscilla and Aquila made this a priority. And so this dynamic discipleship duo, which try to say that three times fast, that's really a lot, but it sounds cool. Um, they see Apollo's raw talent, and they see his zeal for God and for God's word. And so they just become friends with him. And the words here in the text where it says, took aside, it probably meant that they invited Apollos to their house. So step number two to discipleship is start a small group. So they just started a small group with Apollos. And, you know, it's just, it's so important for us to look around us, you know, whether we're at church or wherever we are, to look around us at those and, you know, people and say, okay, is this somebody that God's calling me to disciple? Is this somebody that I have relationship with already that I can teach them more about God? And I love that Priscilla and Aquila did that here. And, you know, it really doesn't matter how long you've been serving God. You know, maybe you've been a Christian for five minutes. Maybe you've been a Christian for five years. There's going to be somebody around you that's a newer Christian than you, that's a newer believer, that you can encourage them, that you can tell your story to and show them the way to live. Um, and, you know, even more so if you've been a Christian for a really long time, you definitely should be having disciples. You know, you definitely should be telling others about you. Um, so that was just a shameless plug for small groups. But anyway, so Priscilla and Aquila's discipleship, they helped bring direction to Apollo's life. So Apollos would then go on to become a great preacher and teacher, and he made a significant impact in the church at Corinth, you know, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. He did an awesome work there. And so God, you know, is always the source of our direction. You know, we never want to just completely follow other people, but I love that he uses other people in our life to come alongside us, to teach us, to, um, you know, correct us sometimes and, and help us grow in our walk with Christ. And, uh, so we can all think of, you know, somebody that maybe has impacted our lives, you know, that we were a new Christian, we were a new believer, and, um, you know, we were excited about God, we were excited about learning about Jesus, and, you know, we had life change because of the Holy Spirit in our lives, but we didn't know a lot, you know, and so there's, I'm sure you can remember there being certain people, whether they were at church or in your family, that, you know, encouraged you in your faith and and helped you and discipled you. Um, so we, we need to be that for others as well. So I just have two questions for you. Number one, who is someone in your life that you can bring alongside you and teach them more about Jesus? Maybe it's somebody at church that you've recently met. Maybe it is a family member or a neighbor. Um, you know, there's there's always people around us. You know, it's sometimes we just have to stop and look for it. But the Bible is very clear that we are called to make disciples for Jesus. We're called to not just keep all the good news for ourselves and all the things that God's done for us for ourselves, but to share it with those around us, to use it as encouragement, to use it as, um, you know, just um, moving people along in their journey for Jesus. And so that's number one. Number two, if I just ask you that question and you can't think of anybody I encourage you to be bold in your faith and ask God to bring someone in your life that you can disciple. I know that it is a very scary and overwhelming thing to think, oh, somebody's going to look to me, you know, and, and they're going to ask me questions and I'm not going to know the answer to it. 
but God's with you and the Holy Spirit's with you. And, you know, it can be really scary, but it's also one of the most rewarding things as a Christian to watch somebody um, that, you know, they start out, you know, loving God, but not knowing a lot about him to all of a sudden they're leading and they're serving and they're telling others about him, you know, and it's because of your investment into them. It's, it's awesome to see those seeds planted and then they grow. So I just encourage you in that today, but let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that you gave us these words, Lord, that you gave us this good news to share, that it is good news that we get to share. And so I just pray that whoever's listening right now, God, that they would be encouraged to look around them, God, to see who they can disciple, God, who they can teach, who they can walk alongside with, to encourage, to empower, to speak things into them that maybe they don't see in themselves. Lord, I thank you that you made us all so different and that we all have gifts to bring to the table and that you just want to cultivate those gifts, God, and you want to use us to help cultivate those gifts in others. And Lord, if there's somebody listening that they can't think of anybody that they want to disciple or, or that they know that they can, God, I pray that they would just be bold today to ask you to bring that because that's how your kingdom is going to grow, by using us to just preach your good news to others and, and helping them alongside as they learn and grow. And we just love you so much, Jesus. And we give all of this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.